everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. I'm your host, Bill, joined as always by Fro. How you doing, Fro? I am doing okay, I guess. Uh, it's a weird week where AEW has been very much in the news. Yeah, for the right and wrong reasons. That's going to be... Both, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. That's going to be one of the things we talk about this week. Plus, we're going to give our prediction for the World Heavyweight title match because we will not be... Re our, our next show will not be on Saturday. It'll be next Sunday. So we so by the time we record, the match will already happen. So we're gonna put our picks in, and we're night gonna night at champions. Yeah, of all events, night of champions in Saudi Arabia. Yep, and because we really <laughs> want to watch that. Yep, and we're gonna discuss a recent list that WWE came out with a video slash list. Okay. That has me scratching my head. Okay. Just on some of the placements. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but before we get anywhere, of course, uh, the sad news earlier this week, superstar Billy Graham passing yeah. away at the age of 79. Um, I, I, I know, Fro, you're not as familiar with him... As I Actually, am. one of the very, very, very few like old-time wrestlers I know something about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said the other day on another podcast, probably one of the five most influential wrestlers in the history of the business. Oh, well, I would definitely put him up there. Yeah. Because without him, there's no Hulk Hogan. There's no Jesse right. Ventura, there's no Scott Steiner, probably no Triple H. The list goes on and on and on of who would not there be without Billy Graham. Mm. And my God, he's such a such a huge influence on a lot of wrestlers. Um, I, I I know you don't go on uh, to social media as much, but I had seen pictures of him the last month, month and a half, and he did not look healthy at all. Mm. Um, he he just looked. He lost so much weight, hmm. and uh, there was a report at one point where. Uh, the doctors, it, it, I believe it was on Monday, the doctors were like, we're going to take him off life support. And his wife was like, no, keep him on. And I, I guess somewhere along the way, something happened. I'm not, I'm not going to speculate on anything. Um, but it was just his time. And, you know, when, when, when it's your time, you got to, you know, you go. Um... Probably the most famous thing he ever did was being the WWF champion. Mm -hmm. uh, that was 
a 10-month a reign from April of 1977 to February of 1978. And one of the things I said, and, and it's so true, he was so ahead of his time. The, the way he talked, the outfits, the persona, he was just so ahead of his time that I don't believe the younger fans of today would understand how influential he really was because he really was that influential mm. and when the WWE decided to bring back their Hall of Fame uh, in 2004, Billy Graham was in that first class. Mm. And it was like, that just makes it perfect. So, you know, it, it was just like, wow. You know, and, and the class of 04 is still one of my favorite classes. It really is. Mm. I, I know, mm. you know, we talk about, is this a legit Hall of Fame? Is it not a legit Hall of Fame? Um, but still, it, it was a big deal, and, uh, he is truly going to be missed by everyone. Um, for those that can't attend the funeral services, which will be on, on uh, June the 1st, Mike Johnson actually put this up a little while ago, uh, his church... Uh, Full Life Church in Chandler, Arizona, they are going to stream the service on their website. So, for anyone who won't be able to make it, can't make it, or you just want to see it, it'll be on Thursday, June the 1st at 12 p.m. Arizona time, which would be probably 2 or 3 o'clock here on the East Coast, which would probably be like nine o'clock your time norway time norway time yep the best time <laughs> but yeah superstar billy graham uh passed away this week at the age of 79 mm -hmm. well let's stick with the theme of champions because this saturday is the night of champions event and 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 the yeah. match that i think everyone is really focused on is the Seth Rollins AJ Styles match for the World Heavyweight yeah, Title. I don't know if it's actually the match I'm most excited for on the card. Actually, uh, there's another match I'm a little more interested in. Believe it or not. Right. Um. But you know, news had come out this week that. Seth Rollins is working on the new Captain America movie, right? Which is going, which is which isn't coming out till next year. And I had read reports that he's going to be, you know, working on this movie, and it kind of made me wonder about, well, wait a minute, is he now really going to win on Saturday? I still think he is. Oh, yeah. Yes. But, come on. You know, we, we got this new belt. 
So what I believe is going to happen is uh, they are probably going to play some hot potato with the title in the beginning. So they got a lot of like people in in it and uh, then they can say like former heavyweight champion. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know if it matters. Right. Know? Because I think he will lose it probably very, very fast. I I could I could see him losing it next Thursday after the pay per view, right? Like that early. I mean, cause let let let's just say theoretically, mm. AJ Styles wins the match, wins the world heavyweight title. He right. then becomes a member of the Raw roster because yeah. of that. Yeah, no, but. Like I had thought about it, it's, it's and it was not like, going to happen. yeah, I, I don't think so. I think Seth, I think Seth is winning that match. But, but I, 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 like I said, I can see them putting in it off him right away. Yeah, and then the other match, and I think I know which one you're talking about, is mm -hmm. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Mm-hmm. For yeah, the definitely. tag team titles, yeah. How do you see that one going? Are we doing predictions? We can for this match. Well, we can do for all the matches. All right, then let me pull up the card. Uh, why don't you Why don't you talk about what you think? Yeah. So I believe Roman is going to win here. I I think you will take the tag team off the. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I see will happen. He will become like the carrier of all their belts. Uh, he will come, become the one that has it all. Uh, I believe he will win probably the heavyweight championship later as well. See, I don't think Roman and Solo are going to win. Mm. I, I, I just don't. And, and the only reason I say that is the I think the Usos are going to play a role in the outcome of the match. I'm not saying Roman's getting pinned. I think Solo would be the one that gets pinned in the match. But Yeah, no. That, the, it, but, it, it, ruins, it kind of ruins the storyline if they get pinned but here's, in my eyes. But here's, my pro here's the problem. They win the tag titles, then Roman probably is not on TV for another three to four weeks. You have right. nothing to do with the tag division. I understand that. You can't make new belts. Well, what you can just do is have them, uh, like, uh, be uh, doing it with, like, other people in the bloodline. So Roman doesn't have to be there. Hmm... I don't know. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. It's stupid, but uh, it's it's kind of like I I feel like WWE has painted themselves into a corner. Yes, they have. Uh, by doing this match, and it felt it feels so. What's the word I'm looking for? It it feels very. Um, it feels incredibly stupid because mm -hmm. because of like how they have done it with Roman. Like Roman losing here 
will totally destroy this the storyline. And also having like someone from the faction like turn on them in this pay per view seems so. Uh, it seems so absolutely out of nowhere. But but like, who's but yeah. who's to say who's to say the Usos are gonna turn on them? It could be an accident. Yeah, no. I. Yeah, no. All right. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't think it'll work if it does right. go that way. I just don't think it'll work. Mm. Okay, so the rest of the card that we mm. have: Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. Right. Brock. Uh, Brock's got to win that one. Yeah, sadly we have to put it on Brock. Yeah, kind of get that one to go to SummerSlam. I agree. Uh, Gunther defends the Intercontinental Title against Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of a pretty easy one to predict there. Yeah, I mean I have said that he will carry that title until uh, he breaks the, rain. the record. Yeah. Uh, let me check uh, where he's at right now, actually. I think it's pretty. I would say plus, plus minus two hundred days maybe. Oh, I think he's almost okay. at it. I think he's close to a year. I think. Mm, okay. Let's see. He is at as of this recording, three hundred forty-four days. Right. And the record. Let me get that. The record is. 454 days. So yeah, he is... So a little over 100. He's 110 days away. Yeah. And then we could say that Gunther is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Which he's on his yeah. way to, I think. <laughs> I mean, I love him as the intercontinental champion, so I don't mind this at all. Yeah, I don't really mind it at all. Um, And the final match... For the Raw Women's title, Bianca Belair defending against Asuka. Yeah, so this is actually the match I have the hardest thing predicting. I think this card is super obvious. I, I think you're insane going against Roman Reigns, but that's me personally. Uh, but yeah, this I actually don't really know. What they will are, are you going to do? Because it seems like they're like... Oh, maybe we should have put it on an Oscar. Sorry. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> Yawn. Yawn. I, I'm going with Bianca. I, I feel, and nothing against Bianca, but I feel like they had their Oscar, chance. You mean. Yeah. Oscar, you mean. Yeah. But, but I feel like with Oscar, they had their chance at WrestleMania. They didn't pull the trigger. They're mm. just going to keep it on Bianca. That's how I see it going. Uh, who's Bianca's next one then for SummerSlam? Oh my gosh! Uh, let me look at that let, let me look at who they got on the SmackDown I roster. Mean, it it has to be someone bigger than Oscar. I mean, I I would rather have a have them shift the chair and maybe have a rematch at SummerSlam. Maybe. Yeah. Well, okay, I I don't really care is the answer. Uh, it's it's been a long time. I miss 
caring about the women's division uh, in both of the brands I watch in both WWE and AEW. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to go with Asuka just because. All right. You might have a good point there because I'm looking at the women's roster. Yeah. There's maybe one person I could see. Not, maybe. Not <laughs> no. Okay. So on SmackDown. That was a joke. But I know, I know. Yeah, they have yes. Alba Fire, who just joined, mm. B Fab, yeah. no. Bailey, who's already had her shot. Right, yeah, no. Uh, Charlotte's gone for a while, so I don't see her mm -hmm. coming back. Dakota right. Kai, mm -hmm. Isla Dawn, Io Sky just had her shot at the at the yeah. you know at, at the last pay per view. Yeah. Lacey Evans, I have no idea what they're gonna do with her. Well, I'm not sure if she knows either. <laughs> Mia Yim, I think, could yeah. be the best option. Mm. I think. Is she heel? I think she's a face. Yeah, no, face, face. Yeah, uh, no. Shotzi, mm. Tamina, mm -hmm. and Zelina Vega. That's it. Yeah, no. Yeah, yep. there's... No, title change. All right. And and that's all we have as far as the card goes. Um, but I just remembered, um, they did announce on SmackDown this past Friday night that the WWE Women's Tag Team titles are yeah, officially on, vacant. On, on they're, the, no, yeah. they're vacant. Yeah, but aren't they going to like uh, have uh, kind of like semi-short tournament and then... They... Have... No, they're going to have in two weeks. So not this Monday, oh. but the next Monday. They're going to have... this Monday? Mm-mm. They're going to have a fatal four-way to crown yeah. new champions. So it's going to be Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Yes, Ronda Rousey working on Raw. Surprise. Wow. Okay. Uh, Bailey and Io Sky. That one kind of confuses me. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Mm -hmm. And then Raquel Rodriguez is going to be allowed to pick a partner. Okay. So we'll see who she picks. For that match. So it's Ronda and Shelsea. <laughs> Probably Ronda and Shayna yeah. take it. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Okay. Uh, let's get the blood boiling again by talking about Phil. That's what I I'm going to call I, him. I mean, I'm getting tired of this at this point. This is and I'm I'm probably one of his biggest fans. Just like I I I just I don't. So, okay, let's take it from the start. So, the rumors has been for a very very long time that uh, AEW when they come out with a new uh new uh, new show, uh, new show uh collision, right? Mhm. Mm uh, it will be uh, the first show will be in Chicago and Chicago in Chicago CM Punk will return right well guess what that doesn't seem like very likely right now because guess what uh, who came out and said 
He's not like at all. Oh, uh, it is uh, Warner Brothers Discovery mm -hmm. uh, said uh, uh, that uh, in a press relief that uh, that CM Punk is not affiliated with AEW collusion in any way. Yeah. So. Basically, to get to where we are now, mm -hmm. this past Wednesday was supposed to be the big day that they announced mm -hmm. that Collision was going to be starting on TNT. Mm -hmm. And we had all known for the longest time, Punk's going to be the star of the show. Yep. We, we, we just, we, we even did like two or three weeks worth of talking on this podcast, either with you or with Steve, about Punk coming back. I mean, in their uh, first uh, 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 out uh, pointing to the media, it said that headliners will be CM Punk, Thunder Rosa, Myra, uh, Samojo, and Powerhouse uh, Hobbs. Hobbs, right. Yeah. So, uh, so that's like, okay... So first I sent that out, and also uh, uh, they uh, then uh, they retract it, and then they deny it, and even go so far as saying like he is not affiliated with a E W collusion in any way. It's a, uh, it's a pretty strong statement. Cause okay, here's the thing. When they did announce it, the day uh, that day, mm -hmm. Punk is not on the cover or the poster of the show. He's not on it. He got replaced. Yeah. And also, they are moving it now uh, because uh, they had booked it in in Chicago, but now they're rebooking it and moving it. It is. It feels like AEW has like put a lot of like energy and their horse on like CM Punk being there and kind of fucked up in the last like two seconds of the running and it all doesn't really involve CM Punk either well it is so so weird I mean it kind of does in a way well kind of and not kind of because okay the deal was Punk is going to come back. Mm -hmm. And, and he a wanted to take back A. Steel. Right, who is yeah. his trainer. He's the one who trained him. And, and A. Steel has been under contract for AW uh, for quite a while in all secrecy. Right. But it, it has uh, been uh, f uh, from far away, and he's been like, he hasn't been on any shows. But CM Punk wanted him there. And AW, according to what I have read and according to what I have heard, said, "Cool, do cool deal, dude. Uh, we will fix that." And all of a sudden, they like, "Oh no, we don't want a skill well, back." Actually, well, uh, well, well, the thing is, here's what I've heard: mm. was he was going to be a producer on the show, which right. okay, you know. I have no... I, honestly, I wouldn't have cared. 
then the rumor going around is that Punk wanted Steel to be on the show. Yep. He wanted to be he wanted him to be on the TV show and they're like no. Yep. No, that no. And that and this is where we get the whole divide. It's I'm, so stupid. Okay. Let me It's so stupid. It is so incredibly stupid. Let me say let me say this for a few things. If this was 2003 that we're mm -hmm. doing this, yeah, okay, Ace is probably going to be on TV. If this is 2008, yeah, probably Ace is going to be on TV. This is 2023. He yeah. should not be on television except in a producing role. Plus, if some of you forgot, he bit Kenny Omega in that fight. So the mm. fact that this guy even got his job back mm. is beyond me. I don't know how it, it it's beyond me. Well, uh, it says uh, that uh, 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 on Wednesday they will announce where uh, where the first location will be, and I think everybody everybody is kind of like. Okay, if it if they say it's on Chicago, all of this is a work. If they say it's uh, confirmed as the United Center, CM Punk is not coming back. There's no way CM Punk is coming back at the United Center. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna say this, cause, and, and I'm gonna be upfront with everyone. I've never said this to anyone until right now. I want to go back to that night of mm. all, or not all, all out, and that whole debacle. I almost quit this podcast because of this. <laughs> I, no, I'm serious. I never felt so bad in my life being a yeah. wrestling fan that this it divided everybody. And I'm sorry, you know. There's a difference, and I, and I talked this to Jim. You know Jim. Mm -hmm. There's a difference in teaching tough love, which I definitely mm -hmm. get where Jim was coming from, and, and I still do. If you're going to teach tough love, you got to do it in a completely different way. You just can't go, you know, out and be like, oh, fuck Cocabetta, you know, people running here couldn't run a target, blah, 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 blah. Mm. CM Punk, we saw the true CM Punk that night in September. Oh, I agree. Like, I, I don't deny CM Punk being a total ass. He's a, he's a dick. Yeah, does not make him a bad wrestler. But Oh, no! He's a terrific wrestler. Yeah. I'm never going to take his wrestling ability away. It's just, you know, if you're going to act like... Basically, what he is doing is what I'm seeing a lot of people in society being today. Mm. Acting out 
as if they don't get their way and they start to moan and cry and bitch and pout and moan about not yeah. getting their way until they finally do. Yeah, I know. So, you know, he has the injury, which I'll give him. You know what? I, I, I give him that. He was injured. Mm -hmm. He had time to heal. He was able to get yep. himself together. Yep. So, Tony Khan and the people at Warner Brothers are going, you know, they worked to make this TV show. Yep. Specifically for you. Yeah. You, do, you don't have to work with the Bucks. You don't have to work with Kenny Omega. You don't have to work with anybody that you don't like. And we'll bring the people that you like over. Mm -hmm. They're basically catering for Punk. And it's no problem. Yeah. And yeah. then, one decision. Yeah. One decision. And mm -hmm. Punk becomes the biggest bitch on the internet again. I am if so... If no, I true, think it's man. true. I think it's true. <laughs> I am so sick of CM Punk blaming everybody else for him not getting his way except for him. He needs mm. to look himself in the mirror and be like, I got some issues. I got problems. But no, instead, he's got to blame everybody else for his his anger, his uh, you know, his him being upset. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. This man, well, allegedly, man, is almost fifty, and he's acting like a twenty-year-old, not getting his way because mom and dad, after spoiling him his whole life, didn't give him one thing. Like I said, I I take it with a tiny. Uh, I mean, I also saw his Instagram message. I I think we should bring that up. Yeah, let, let's do that too, because for some reason, <laughs> he all of a sudden, again, has an issue with Brian Alvarez and Dave yeah. Meltzer. Uh, more particular, Brian Alvarez. I I I think I think actually his critique is kind of like I think it's it's something that. I agree with, uh, yeah. I I think I think people speculating should keep away from speculating. That's more or less what he said. Yeah, but you know he didn't have to bring Alvarez's family into it. I agree to that. That that's twice now. He's brought somebody's yeah. family into it. He brought yeah. Cole Cabana's mom into the into the what happened before the you know the scrum and now yeah. he brings in brian alvarez's family what I a what a I fucking piece of shit i don't disagree with that but like i said i take it all with a tiny bit of grain of salt we we need to oh we yeah need to I, see what happens on wednesday oh i i, I, I I'm I'm curious what what will happen if uh, like I said if it is really not in Chicago it's it's I'm, not going to be I'm done with punk I I really am I don't care if this is true or not true I'm just done with him I'm I'm done with his behavior I'm done with him and this I'm holier than thou bullshit I'm done I'm just done with it 
just you, you know what Tony here's what you do just tell punk here's the rest of your money shut your mouth and leave because this has got to be so stressful to Tony Khan if it's true it <laughs> you have to take it with I you. know I know and I should but punk is just a whiny ass little bitch Yes, I agree. And it, that's it's a shoot. True. It's a shoot. I don't give two shits about what <laughs> CM Punk says anymore. I really don't. Oh, I support the young guys. I do this. Blah, 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 blah. Just shut up. Just shut up. I don't care about him anymore. I'm done with him. <laughs> Yeah, we'll and see then, if uh, if uh, AEW feels the way. And then, and then I want to add one other thing because this is another one where it's like, maybe this is true, maybe it's not true. I'm not really sure. There was something mm. that came out this week saying that in 2005, Punk held a woman hostage. Now I don't know about yeah. that. I, I that hope, part I, I don't know. Thing. I don't know about that. I'm not going to yeah. speculate anything on that. But if, but other, you know, the other stuff, I'm just like, just shut the F up, punk. I don't care anymore. Just go back to Chicago. Go watch your Blackhawks games. Go watch your Cubs games. You know, go drink your Pepsi. Bitch about whatever you want to bitch about because you're not getting what you want. Just shut up. I'm done with this. Grow up. That's the that's the problem with society today. There's a lot of people that yeah, don't know don't, how I, to I grow up. I agree, but I don't think asking him to shut up is the right thing because guess what? He hasn't said anything really for two years. Well, or until well, until that night. Yeah. Just just I'm I'm just done with him. I'm I'm done like with I, him. Like I said, I agree. He was incredibly childish that night you don't bring up a man's mother and you don't bring up a man's family and he's done that twice you've done that twice i got no respect for him as a person we will see as a wrestler he, he was a hell of a wrestler but as a person piece of shit just an absolute piece of shit I will have an opinion about it next week when we know when, where, where the first show will be. I wish I could ban the words CM Punk. I wish I could. CM <laughs> Punk. He, he is the new Voldemort for me. <laughs> he who shall not be named. Okay. All right. Now let, let, let's get away from... Me being angry and probably stressing <laughs> out, having my blood pressure rise when it's been really good, actually. Yeah. To a fun I, little, I can hear that. Yeah. To a fun little discussion, we're gonna have. Mm -hmm. So, during the week that this past week, WWE on their YouTube channel came out with a video, and they came out with this list. Now, if you don't know WWE lists. They tr normally trend 
to whoever is like the top guys at the time in WWE. So they came out with a list this week of the 25 greatest debuts of all time in WWE history. Okay. I don't know if you want to do all 25 or if you want to do just the top 10 or I don't know how you want to do it. Let's do the top 10. Okay. We'll do the top 10 and then I will mention some of the more unique rankings. Number 10, Chris Jericho. Yeah. No, he's higher than that. I'm sorry. I saw that live. Oh, I agree that he should be on the list. Oh, I That's agree he I'm should too. Yeah. Yeah. I just think 10 is too low. Like, I, I don't know who 9 to 1 is. So right. I can't comment. All right. 9, John Cena. Yeah. And we're talking just debuts. Not, not what they've done since, just their debuts. Yeah, I love this debut. All right. Eight, Kevin Owens. That was a good one. I liked that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seven, The Rock. Mm. No, that's not top ten. No, I'm, no, no. no, no. There, there's no, another, I there's agree. a couple I would take out of this top ten. Yeah. All right. Six. AJ Styles. Oh, definitely. That was a good one. I, I do like that one. That was really good. Yeah. I remember that very much. Yeah. Five. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That debut. Yeah, that debut was. Really that was good. pretty good. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Four. Ronda Rousey. Uh, not so high, no, but I would probably have her in my top ten, but probably down to the bottom. She probably would be either 11 or 12 on my list. Yeah. I wouldn't I have her that. top ten, but she, if she had had, here, here's my thing. Mm. If she'd had a bigger impact on, on, the, main on the main roster for yeah. WWE, then that number four ranking is deserving. Yeah, but that's but just it, this is not really about that. It's right, about it's just a debut. debut. I know, yeah. I know, I know. All right, number three, Goldberg. <laughs> no, that's the one that should not be in the top no. ten. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. All right, number two, Kane. Yeah. Yeah, th that that's top three. I think all time. I agree. And Let me guess number one. Is go ahead. It, uh, is it The Undertaker? Nope. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll tell you where he is in a couple minutes. Mm. Number one, and I actually can't argue with this one, The Shield. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I didn't really... I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, that's clearly a number one. I, I could see the argument for number yeah. one. I, I really yeah. could. Yeah. Uh, Their I, debut was so out of nowhere. I know. It was so fun. I know. I... I, I mm. actually, uh, one of the things that I find weird is not there is Nexus. Because Nexus is definitely one of my top five. 
I, I'd have the Shield in the top five as far as debuts go. But yeah. all right, so so you mentioned a couple of names. Mm-hmm. Undertaker. Right. Number twelve. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm. No, I'm sorry. No. Mm. I think it's a tiny bit too low, but that's me. Booker T is ahead of him at eleven. Oh no. And and I like Booker. I do. I love the debut love is Booker. good, but no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Nexus is at eighteen. Uh, that's criminally low. That is. <laughs> I mean, uh, like Nexus's uh, like impact on the roster, and that long storyline was so good. Like I, it's one of my favorite storylines of all time. I mean, they're that that night when they destroyed everything is like top oh, so top good. five raw moment of all time for me. Yeah, I agree. Um. You know and what? When I'll... they shut the whole company down, that mm -hmm. was so fun. Oh my god! And you know what? Here's the thing I remember before we get before I mention the rest of the list. Mm. That the that raw was such a shit show that night. It was. It, it was, was terrible. <laughs> it was so and then bad. The, and then the ending, and you're like, oh my god! Basically, mm -hmm. that ending saved a really bad raw. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, no, it's probably one of my favorite debuts of all time. So it's right. probably a wedge. Yeah. All right, so the rest of the list uh, we said Booker T11, Undertaker 12, mm -hmm. Sting 13, Braun Strowman 14, Great Kali 15, Carlito 16, Asuka mm -hmm. 17. Nexus 18, Rey Mysterio 19, Umaga 20, Baron Corbin 21, The Usos and Tamina 22, Shinsuke Nakamura 23, Santino Morella 24, and Solo Sokoa 25. Okay. There, there isn't, there's not a debut that I can't think of that is like, oh, that should have been on there, but no. if I if I'm gonna do my top five, mm. Jericho is one, Kane two, I'd say Undertaker three. Oh, actually, no, no, hold on, because your argument for Nexus is really good. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, actually, you know, you know what, Undertaker three, Shield four, Nexus five. I had Cena in there, but your argument for the Nexus kind of persuaded me to push Cena down one. Yeah. I I would probably have uh, The Undertaker, Kane, Nexus. That's probably my... Yeah. And at, Gold, and at Goldberg's nowhere near the top five. Yeah, no. He's not no, even no, in the no. top ten. He's not even in the top ten for WWE. I would actually say that is not in my top 15 even. Prob yeah, that's probably a safe bet. No. Although, you know what? I am going to say I like that they gave a little love to Baron Corbin because his debut was at WrestleMania and he won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. So I yeah. do like that they did give him a little bit of love on that. I agree. So, um... I don't, I don't have much of a complaint about this list. It's just some of the positions are a little head scratch. Yeah, that's all. 
That's all. Agree. All right. Uh, well, on that note, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. So, Fro, what did you and Luke talk about this week on Another Digital Citizen? Well, we were definitely not all alone because we had a trivia chick with us. She had watched Eurovision for the first time in her entire life. And, yeah, we had a fun discussion about Eurovision. Uh, who uh, who was the winner this year? Sweden. Oh. Yeah. I, I, if I remember correctly, that was mm -hmm. your pick. It was. So now we'll have to see if if the winner becomes as legendary as Abba. I doubt it. But I doubt you, that. <laughs> you never, but you never know. You never know. I doubt, I doubt that very much. Yeah, I really doubt that as well. So, But yeah, congratulations to Sweden on uh, winning yeah. Eurovision. Uh, if, if you guys have any questions or comments, send an email, wrestlingman at thatwrestlingshow.com. Follow the show on Twitter, wrestlingshow11. And, uh, oh, Instagram, thatwrestlingshow. And join our Facebook group, that wrestling show fan group where we have over 500 members. Now to plug our friends in the podcast you should check out, starting with our Vantage Point with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn. This week, another episode in the 85 canon as they're getting closer to the end of 1985 WWF. So check that out on OVP. Also, check out GFA Live with Keithy and... Peter, as they watch another episode of WWF Superstars from December 17th, 1988, that is on GFA Live. Check out the boys at Juice Pro Wrestling, where this week they interview Masada as they discuss, among other things, his most re recent incident where he was lit on fire and how that all happened. So check it out this week on Juice Pro Wrestling. Also check out Luke Jennings and the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, another episode of Memphis Wrestling, and the Monday Night Project, getting close to the end of 93, WWF there, and he's just starting into 1983 for Memphis. That is this week on the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. If you're looking for non-wrestling-related podcasts, check out Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, where this week it is part two of their interview with Ludacris Laurie McMillan. So check out part two of that interview on Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Uh, a question, Fro. Mm. Do you in Norway have... Mm -hmm. I guess the equivalent to America's funniest home videos? Uh, thankfully, no. No, okay. Well, that is the topic that was recently discussed on Acid Wash Memories, is America's mm -hmm. funniest home videos. So check that out, Acid Washed Memories. Uh, also check out Suck My Balls, a South Park review, where this week the guys review the season 12 episode the China Problem. That is this week on Suck My Balls, a South Park Review. Also, check out Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, where this week I review the season 19 episode Truth 
and advertising. And it's the setup for the season finale, which is right around the corner. And finally, check out the DK and Bill Wrestling Podcast, where this week we took a look at Gold Dust from 1995 to 1999. Plus, we made a huge announcement at the end of our show, so you might want to check out what our big announcement is. That is on the DK and Bill Wrestling Podcast. All right, so next week, it is a... A special Sunday show. We are going to preview Double or Nothing. We're going to make our predictions as to who will win all the matches next Sunday at Double or Nothing. And we'll also talk about what happened at Night of Champions. And we'll talk about what other wrestling news goes on between now and next Sunday. I just hope there's a lot of CM Punk news so I can hear your rant for 20 uh, more minutes. Oh my god. If, if, if it does, I'm, I'm going to let you do the show by yourself. That'll be the first time in, the hi in history I will not do an episode of my own show. I'll just be like, you know what? Here, Fro, you want to talk about Punk so much? Here, take the, take the show. I ain't talking about him. Uh, so on that note, Everybody have a good, safe week. Come back next week for another episode of That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters, except for CM Punk. And as always... <laughs> uh, Bill is green. Yeah, I am. Wrestle mm -hmm. on. <laughs>